Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. How to get results in email marketing. I know emails in this channel uh, work well even today. It's not simple as we did before many years ago. You can send emails to get high open rate and conversion rate because today it's overwhelmed. Everyone gets a lot of emails every single day plus 100 emails. Uh, I start my day by cleaning my email list with uh, about many propositions. So it's part of the job and uh, i'm so excited to discuss this topic with akib how are you hey uh, I'm, really, I'm good how are you i'm doing great i'm so excited to learn more about email marketing i need it you know uh, my main direction is aco but i keep using emails i sell on emails and i remember once i had conversation with rand fishkin and he told it's better to have one subscriber in email list than a few subscribers on social media because you can yeah. control this channel you can own results from this channel and before we start just tell more about yourself experience background about your company any insights that can help our audience uh, to know more about you yeah definitely first of all thank you uh, for inviting me to uh, be on your podcast i'm really excited as well uh, i have been a marketer myself i uh, used to work at uh, multiple startups in India. And uh, my last job was as head of marketing at ClearTax. It's a tax uh, filing company, just like TurboTax. Um, after that, I started MailModo. MailModo is an email marketing software uh, where we focus on bringing tractivity uh, within the email where people can add forms, questions, quizzes, polls, etc., all within the email itself so that the users don't have to click on a link and go to a landing page to take action. And uh, we have been running MailModo from 2020. And right now we have over 500 customers who are getting value from MailModo. And uh, I'm, I have done not just email marketing, but I have done SEO myself. I'm really passionate about learning SEO uh, from time to time. And uh, that's why I got excited about your podcast as well. And uh, I'm looking to forward to share whatever learning that I have with your audience. Nice, nice. Love it. Love your experience. Okay, let's talk about email marketing. I remember Gary V, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk once shared when he started email marketing in 2000. Uh, he got 100% of open rate and yeah. so high uh, conversion rate as well. Today, it's hard. It's really hard because of competition almost anyone does uh, email marketing so it's hard to compete with them and uh, especially when you try to reach out busy people uh, it's hard to build your email list can you tell what to do for example if i have a new project i need to get email list i know that uh, if i go to some platforms i can buy it but i don't advise to buy any email list it's better to deserve any insights how to do it where to start if you have zero subscribers on your email list yeah so you are exactly right like there's no point of buying email uh, email list right 
the main purpose of email is establishing a personal relationship with your users if you uh, just buy a list and let's say send email it is like distributing pamphlets to a crowd uh, on a street right it is you are not going to establish a personal relationship with them your email will give you results and action only when you start giving them value and build a relationship with them and build trust with them and then get their attention and um, make them take action on for your products and services so number one thing uh, to build list is to understand how you can add value how you can add uh, a personal touch to that and how you can add value. so for example if you are selling or uh, let's say you are selling an seo course maybe there would be ways to identify people who are interested in learning seo and maybe providing them a one pager document of what they can look in your seo course or maybe a small learning or one video free uh, uh, from your course right and then people can subscribe to your email and see more value uh, from your course or from your email site list or you can say that hey i will share one seo learning weekly in my newsletters and people will uh, share it and if they find value they will share it with more people as well and that's how you build subscribers so the first part of building subscriber list is providing value and when you give people will give you back mm-hmm. yeah i agree people subscribe if they feel that uh, after getting your emails they get value it's only one reason so if you they don't have this feeling they never subscribe because uh, they have no time to check out spam to get these templates that i usually get every single day uh, you know uh, i start my day by cleaning email list from link builders guest posts and something like this uh, i get plus 100 propositions every single day a <laughs> lot so my spam box uh, loves all these messages i i lead them to this direction and uh, can you tell how what kind of value to provide no how uh, to know what kind of value my audience wants to get and i know some techniques when websites change ebooks or uh, registration on simple tools to get emails is it good idea to do uh, these methods because uh, for example uh, if you change for ebook uh, you ne- you need to send relevant emails as well it's not like to get this email and to send them okay uh, you can buy uh, some stuff that i have yeah. so any insights what kind of value to provide that gives a strong reason to subscribe yeah so you are exactly right let's so you can't do that you can't ask people to subscribe for ebook and then you are selling them something else right people have people set expectations when they subscribe to your emails and if you don't fulfill that expectation people will mark you as a spammer or people will unsubscribe for your email and which is not healthy for your domain reputation or your ip reputation or your whole email program so uh, number 1 uh thing to understand is that promise whatever you are going to provide and don't uh like don't don't create a mismatch between those so uh, the the question is great that hey what kind of value that i can provide and some people uh start with very basic knowledge snippets so for example they 
share one like let's say i am a seo instructor or a uh, i am a seo software i will probably provide uh, the value uh, the daily snippet or a very small lesson every day or every week or something like that the main thing to understand here is who the audience is uh, is the audience uh, and what are their needs what are their pain points and if you understand the audience their needs and their pain points you will be able to identify what kind of value they may be interested in and you can provide those value so um, the values can be of different nature it could be snippets it could be offers it could be educational content it can be uh, just uh, uh, a, a content piece that you created original content piece or it can be a curation of content pieces that you found over internet and you summarized it in a way that it is valuable for the end user mm -hmm. but the first step is identify the user who are them identify their needs and uh, what they would like to know from you mm -hmm. yeah nice nice valuable okay okay let's talk about your company now i open on linkedin profile and i see bringing life to emails you know this quote can you tell more about that how to bring life to emails because you know uh, i usually open emails because i know i need to get messages from my customers uh from my colleagues uh, uh we use emails in many different uh tools so we get messages from them but i hate to get spam uh, of course uh, it's part of the process to clean the spam uh it takes like five ten minutes a day but can you tell how to bring life to emails? I, I love this quote. Yeah. So our company works with marketers and we focus on marketing emails and not necessarily sales emails or cold emails. We don't do that. Uh, so traditionally, if you see, emails have been very limited. You can add text, images, and links. For any action to be taken, you need to first open the email, then click on a link, then go to the website, and then take several other steps to complete the action. So for example, let's say you traveled somewhere and the travel company wants your feedback. Hey, how was your experience? Now they send you an email and uh, you read the whole email. You have to click on a link, go to their website or app, log in again, and take several other steps just to provide feedback. And you are a busy person. You don't want to take those many steps to take simple um, actions. So our company bring those website actions within the email itself. And not only that, we create a lot of gamification widgets within the email to engage users more. So for example, with our email, you can add forms, quizzes, polls, uh, spin the wheel widget, or, and so many other kinds of widgets like NPS, feedback, etc., so that people don't have to take more steps after opening the email to take action so people use email when they are traveling when they are watching tv eating food or when they are with their children and they don't want to take these many steps to do that but if you make it easy for them they can take action then and there itself and that's how we bring life to emails by bringing the website like action the interactivity actionability all within the email itself Interesting. I need this life. I need it. Okay, let's talk more about, uh, you mentioned uh, that you can bring some different type of content to emails uh, that can help to learn audience, to sell products. And I'm interested about design. You know, uh, for example, I subscribe to some email list uh, from 
Rand Fishkin, Neil Patel, Brian Dean, and I found they don't use design. Mm. I decided to research why they don't mm. u- use design. And I found uh, when you have text-based uh, email, you can feel uh, more friendly because uh, your colleagues don't use design, your clients don't use design. They just write text because they have no time with that. They don't need it. So, uh, but uh, you feel this uh, friendship and you can uh, provide some actions, you know, to do something. Uh, mm. But you mentioned about some different types of design and i know many companies use it hubspot uh, uses when i get their emails so i think it depends i can't tell that yeah. you need to use only text base or design any insights how to find this balance between design and text-based email yeah so there are so many companies who use both and it depends on what kind of audience and what kind of relationship you have with them so let's say you are a a large B2C company and it, you're sending probably millions of emails to all your users about, let's say, either updating the updating them about recent promotion or product updates, etc. Or it is about uh, maybe a recent offer or feedback, etc. Uh, so in those cases, it is okay to probably design the email in a better way because it shows your brand. If you just send a very simple text-based email, they may not take you very seriously. Uh, but on the other hand, if you want to have a very personal touch with your audience, let's say you are a course creator or a uh, uh, you are a fitness trainer, right? Or a yoga trainer, you want to establish a trust that, hey, I care only for you. You are my only client, right? In those cases, more uh, behaving more like a friend or a colleague, uh, it is, uh, makes, uh, brings more trust. So it is about what kind of business you are in, what kind of uh, audience you have, and what is the purpose of the email. And on those basis, you can decide whether you want to send a personal text-based email or you want to have a more branded designed email. Mm -hmm. Okay. And can you tell how to learn audience for someone who uh, doesn't know? (laughs) For example, I have an email list. I got, I deserve email list uh, by sharing value to give. Okay, guys, I'll give more value on my emails. Please subscribe. Then uh, how to learn what kind of emails uh, or how to learn audience uh, to send the right emails? Yeah. So uh, from a tool point of view, it is very easy. There are so many different tools. People already know about MailChimp, MailModo, uh, MailerLite. There are so many different tools to make who make it easy for you to launch your email campaigns. The important part here is to understand uh, and segment your users clearly. Let's say mm-hmm. uh, you uh, have an SEO course and you might be running so many different ways to generate leads. So, and there would be segments of people who have already done your SEO course. Second is people who are looking to do SEO course and third who may be interested, but they don't know about your SEO course, right? So there are different types of people in your funnel. And generally, I divide the list in top of the funnel, bottom, middle of the funnel, and bottom of the funnel. Bottom of the funnel is people who have already in your uh, purchase cycle or people who have purchased it, etc. Middle of the funnel who are considering it. And top of the funnel is probably interested, but not uh, considering it yet right and all of these people need different content and uh, 
if you send the same content to everybody, let's say somebody who already done your SEO course and somebody who's just interested, they don't need the same content. Somebody who have done SEO course, they want advanced SEO knowledge. But somebody who is just exploring SEO as a career or maybe to learn, they they would not prefer uh, advanced SEO knowledge, right? So you you need to segment your audience. That's your first step and create content accordingly and then fit in any tool. Tools are easy to use. Tools don't need a lot of uh, learning. The first two part uh, require more uh, learning and brainstorming. Mm -hmm. You know, once uh, I read interesting book, uh, David Ogilvy, and um, he wrote on this book, he's a marketing legend and he told, if I invest a dollar to content, then 80% of 80% uh, will go to title. You know, I think it's very important for email as well because uh, yeah. people uh, don't know what kind of value they can get on your email. Mm -hmm. uh, they need to click. So when mm -hmm. they open, they understand, oh, it's valuable. Mm -hmm. So can you tell how to write this title? Because it's interesting, you know, uh, subject line. Uh, if I get uh, a new email and I see free, you know, it makes suspicious. You know, I don't, I distrust. I, I get many emails like this. You know, I get like a hundred emails. Please take free stuff, but it's mm -hmm. trap, you know. So uh, I usually don't open these emails. So can you yeah. tell how to differentiate yourself from the rest and write title that will give a strong reason to open email? Yeah, you're exactly right about that, that if you have a good subject line, it probably half work done already. So uh, to stand out, to, uh, to uh, make your subject line work, it is very important to break the pattern because when people see so many emails and you have generally people get 80 to 100 emails from different companies and their colleagues and friends, etc. Uh, in their inbox and your emails can easily be lost. So it is important to break the pattern and make it easy for users to consume and take action. So two uh, parts there, breaking the pattern, how you can break the pattern that can be done um, by ease, uh, either doing some interesting thing. Like for example, uh, everybody is sending boring um, subject line, but you send a song lyrics in the in your subject line that compel, uh, uh, compels people to uh, open it or you add in a few emoticons uh, which uh, say that hey i'm a friend or you add some kind of personalization so that breaks the pattern of uh, the subject lines people generally see and the second part is that easy to consume if you make a very long subject line which probably tells everything about the email in the first word itself that people will not open the email. They probably even delete the email then and there itself. But if you make it concise and intriguing and which makes people, hey, let me look what it is, right? So then um, so then the impact is much more. So number one, break the pattern, be different from what other brands are doing. And second is make it easy for user to consume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it, got it, very well. Okay, let's talk about uh, attaching files for example if uh, i want to attach pdf file or uh, image or anything you know uh, so uh, can you tell the best uh, i don't know uh, 
practices about that because uh, if I attached big files, uh, it probably uh, people will clean because they uh, have some free space and they need to pay for more space. Any insights about files that uh, we can attach or it's better to insert them directly in email. For example, if a picture I can attach or I can use in body text, any insights about that? So uh, attachments are not preferred, especially when you're sending emails in mass, especially when you're sending a marketing email, because many of the email clients like Outlook, etc., may block the attachment and can uh, raise suspicions. Uh, so attachments are not preferred. If it is part of the email, it is okay, or you can provide a link to the attachment and people can click there and go there. So otherwise attaching anything inside the email is not preferred. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, good. Uh, let's talk about the lengths. Uh, I know that short emails work well, but I know some specialists on email marketing who get high results with long emails. So they know how to write, they know the audience, so they and their audience uh, prefers to get long emails because they can explain more things uh, to give more details. Can you tell how to find this balance? between short, short and long. Of, of course, short is better, but uh, uh, if you use just short email, you probably can't give all insights, all details. So mm -hmm. any information about that? Yeah, so uh, it again depends on the audience and the relationship that you have built with your audience, right? So never consider email as like one email strategy. One email will never lead to a sale or a conversion. It is always a relationship building activity. Like you are going on a date, right? With your user, you are not going to uh, convince the uh, your partner or a date uh, for a relationship or marriage from in the first date itself, right? You need to go on several dates, right? And then... Uh, some of the dates will be shorter, some of the dates will be longer, and it's a relationship building activity with each of your users, right? Uh, so I, in the first email, I probably not go with a very long uh, speech in the email because the user doesn't trust me right now. The, I haven't built a relationship with the user right yet, mm -hmm. right? In this first email, I will probably go short and uh, try to build the trust and as the trust grows as the user knows me that hey this guy is going to add me value if I read more I will get more value then I start telling them more so that's how uh, generally I feel that it should be treated and not that hey all emails should be short or all emails should be long that should not be the practice Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I'm interested about, uh, you know, on your LinkedIn profile, company profile, uh, mail model, I see uh, we are building the future of marketing and transactional emails. Let's talk about that. For example, mm -hmm. if I get uh, subscribers on my email list by sharing value on my blog uh, or uh, changing to my uh, ebook. Uh, or uh, just give them, okay, please uh, log in to my tool so I get their email. Uh, can you tell how to monetize them? Uh, because if I send uh, e-commerce email, probably uh, people are not interested because they subscribe to get 
value. But in the end, businesses need to sell. Can you tell how to change this mindset? How uh, or probably we can combine value and uh, uh, call to action? Any tips about that? Definitely, like value and call to actions are very much uh, connected. Like if, let's say, if you are uh, selling a product, you probably want to build an audience who is either going to be customer right now or maybe in future. And if the customer, if the user is going to be customer in future, you are slowly adding value and nurturing them to make take them to a point where they will become a customer, right? So if you are adding value, let's say uh, you are telling them why it is important to learn SEO, right? And then you can tell them, hey, how you can learn SEO? Uh, or if it's an e-commerce product, like let's say it's a skin product, you can talk about what are the uh, factors which, because of which uh, today's skin gets affected and how, why you need to protect it, then you can um, tell them, hey, this is how you can protect your skin as well, right? So the value and the uh, end product is generally attached, but it is the it is how you uh, pitch that. Uh, it, if you just go and say, hey, you learn, uh, buy my SEO course, People will probably not buy it. You need to tell them, first of all, why. Uh, why do they need to learn SEO, first of all? What is the kind of benefit they are going to get from SEO? What are the things that they are going to learn in your course? And then probably with those nurturing, people are going to buy your course. And I believe you might be already doing that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Akib. Um, I have the question about, uh, you know, for example, I have habits. Uh, and um, I use email marketing with uh, different tools. For example, for outreach, I use Buzzstream that can help to, uh, you know, to schedule messages, to personalize them, to use templates, but personalized in the end, uh, to send a few emails. Uh, yeah, I, I love this tool for link building, for uh, finding um great speakers like you on my podcast and um, uh, for uh, my business purposes i use another tool uh send pools and i know design I, it's user friendly it works well so uh for me i can change uh tools that i like that i use because of uh, much better benefits uh for example if, uh, if i use iphone i i can buy samsung but please yeah. give me something much better than iPhone has. You know, if it's yeah. the same, I probably don't do it because I have no time, you know, to learn about a new tool, about a new gadget. Uh, so uh, I know it's hard for new companies or uh, other companies to take customers, but they can if they share better features. Can you tell or give me a strong reason for my audience? to change their habits on using their tools to your tool. What kind of benefits compared to others you have? Okay, uh, that's a very interesting question and gives me an opportunity to pitch my product as well. But uh, jokes apart, uh, so we are a tool made for marketers and by marketers. And we understand nitty gritties of the problems that marketers face while creating the emails and while managing these campaigns. And we have built a 
very new uh, innovative product for this uh, decade so number one thing is that we made the whole editor from scratch and many of the uh, in capabilities that most of the legacy product had we fixed that and people don't even have to write a single line of code in our product in fact we don't even give the option to code it we, people can just uh, drag drop and simply customize all kinds of emails so number one point is the ease second point is the information and the recommendation so we understand that most marketers are very uh, basic with email marketing and they don't understand the best practices of email marketing so we guide them at each and every step to make them uh, successful with their campaign for example if you upload a very heavy image in our product we'll tell you hey this image is like above 1 mb you may want to compress this image to make it land into inbox right so these kind of recommendation help marketers get more success and third and the most important which makes it uh, makes us uh, apart from all other platform is the interactivity within the email with mail model you can add forms calendar shopping cart meeting booking link all within the email itself so that your users can take action without going to a website and that improves the conversion rate of the email itself because you're making it easy for users to take action within the email so if you want to let's say collect nps from your users they can give it there and there if you want to make bookings with your users they can do it then and there if you want to engage them let's say with for offers and coupons etc you can add a spin the wheel where they can play all of that within the email itself so these are the three main factors why people should choose mail mode over any of the other like old legacy products mm -hmm. yeah nice nice you give me food you know to think about that i'll share with my team because i have some specialists in my team they're responsible for email marketing um and uh, I have the question about mistakes. You know, in my life, I made a lot of mistakes. I keep doing them, you know, because I can learn what actually works for me. And I made many mistakes in email marketing as well. Can you list common mistakes that companies still do and uh, your insights or tips how to find a much better way? Can you like repeat the last part? I didn't understand the whole question. I mean, like, uh, least common mistakes that companies do in email marketing and uh, mm. your insights, tips, uh, how to avoid these mistakes and fight mm. another way. Got it. Um, so number one mistake uh, that people do is treat all users equally, uh, which I talked about earlier as well, about segmenting the users in a better way in top of the funnel, middle of the funnel and bottom of the funnel. Like most, you, you need to segment your users in a better way according to their needs and problems. And you need to send messages, emails accordingly. So number one mistake is uh, people consider all users same and they send the same emails to everybody. And then they realize, hey, I'm not getting results. So that's to be avoided. The second thing is that most people don't understand how email clients behave. So the your emails being landed into inbox a spam folder of email clients depends on the email client and not on the tool uh, etc so people should care about what email clients care email clients care better experience for their users they don't want users to be flooded with 
a lot of promotional spam messages and that's how they feel they they also want the better experience and uh, e- emails that are relevant for their users so uh, what uh, marketers or businesses need to do is that engage your users more if your users don't get engaged your the email clients start marking your emails as spam so what are, how do they engage they if your users are opening your emails clicking on your emails maybe replying or forwarding it to their friends then they it shows that they there is a positive engagement but if your users are directly deleting your emails or marking your emails as spam or unsubscribing from your emails these are the signals that you are not sending good emails so work on that make your emails relevant for your users and not just send anything to them add value in each of the emails so that your users start trusting your emails engaging with these emails and that gives a signal for better performance and better engagement to the email clients as well and in future your emails will perform even better your open rates should increase your engagement rate should increase over time mm-hmm. yeah trust very important uh mm-hmm. in marketing without trust <laughs> it's impossible today to grow because you can't cheat system you can't cheat people you can't yeah. cheat anything it's better yeah. to play by rules and uh create trust by uh sharing value okay yeah. i have the question about your company you know uh, i have some business people on my podcast and they like to learn more about management about hiring people uh you founder of company can you tell how you find new employees uh, or people who can uh, help to grow your company and uh, what kind of management you have to manage team to encourage them let's uh, change the well let's go ahead any insights about hiring and management yeah so um, since i have always worked in a startup at a startup myself i followed the startup culture in my company as well and we have a very flexible open uh, culture as well as we uh, have remote uh, work uh, for everybody so we we like for hiring we follow uh, we reach out to our people who are connected to us people who already are working they introduce us to new uh, people as well as we use various job postings etc to get the user uh, get the employees but once the employee has come we make sure that we nourish them um, and uh, train them on various uh, things that may be uh, relevant to their current role but also their future goals uh, so we encourage them and we even incentivize them to learn more and we give them a culture where they can experiment and uh, try their own ideas and that's how people like Uh, trust more in our company and they stay longer uh, as well and work towards our common goal mm-hmm. yeah got it got it okay uh, i have two final questions uh, one question about how to learn today about email marketing uh, because mm-hmm. you know i have students in my network who want to learn more mm-hmm. about uh marketing and including emails can you mm-hmm. tell for example if you started today from scratch 
without mm -hmm. any experience, knowledge, skills. You didn't build your company just completely mm -hmm. from scratch. What will you do yeah. today to learn more about email marketing? Yeah, so we understood this problem that there's no good learning course for email marketing. So we created a email marketing course for beginners uh, where we took insight from several experts. We added case studies and we added a live project in this course and we created this course as well. Uh, people can just search for mail model email marketing course and they can access it. I can also put a link uh, in the yeah. chat here. They can access it from here as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, and uh, this uh, uh, they can reach out to me for a free uh, like a coupon code to access the course for free as well. And I will be happy to uh, share it for free to all your audience. Nice guys, yeah, it's very generous. I love it, love it, guys. You don't need to miss this opportunity. Uh, and um, I have the final question about the future. Can you mm -hmm. predict? the future what kind of future will be in your vision because many things are coming and we still get the question seo is that email is that i don't know name them is that but you know uh anyway uh email marketing is growing and companies keep doing this uh, i know many experts prefer emails than uh, social media followers including Rand fishkin he told me uh, that email works much better uh, because you can control this channel yeah. uh, and uh, social media can change algorithms if something works today doesn't mean that you can get all these insights tomorrow uh, mm -hmm. so tell what kind of future will be and how to adapt today to this future yeah so uh, i wouldn't say that one channel is better than the other channel like every channel has its own purpose like seo or social media can be used more for acquisition while email should be used more for retention so you need seo you need social media but you also need email marketing uh, for different purposes at different uh, funnel steps, right? Um, in future, I believe that email clients will be more stringent and more cautious about the kind of emails you're sending and how it helps their user. Especially with AI coming in, more email clients will be able to implement AI, will be able to read the emails before the user reads and classify it better as a uh, in a primary promotional or spam uh, emails right and in with that coming you need to be able to uh, establish uh, yourself as a as the user's friend and not somebody who's just selling them something or spamming them something so it is very important uh, to build this engagement channel very carefully in future Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. I think email is not that. Spam yeah. is that, you know. <laughs> Spam yeah. is that because <laughs> people uh, uh, are impatient to get what they want to get. So mm. you need to satisfy their intent. You do, uh, It's not a good idea try to oversell. You can sell, but uh, do it smartly by sharing value. Give a strong mm. reason to buy. It's not yeah. like to send in 10,000 emails and 
get yeah. uh, a few sales. Yeah, you can send yeah, 100 emails. Off. <laughs> yeah, now just buy it now. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, okay, it's a big, yeah, it's a big pleasure to get on my show to learn from you. Tell our audience the best way how to reach out to you, how to learn more about you, how to follow you. You can uh, connect me over LinkedIn. You can find me Akhilur Rahman mail model, or you can follow me on Twitter, or you can drop me an email as well at my first name at mailmodo.com. And uh, I'm happy to, I will be happy to connect. Nice, nice, guys. You can find uh, the links to LinkedIn account, to mailmodo.com uh, in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. I love all your insights. So valuable. Guys, you need to follow or keep on social media because you can see a lot of value. Okay, guys, thanks for watching and listening us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.